What is up, everybody? Rajay back in the house with another podcast. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to check out this weekend beer for 7-17-22. And if it is your first time to the podcast, great to have you here. So this is going to the new format of the podcast where each Sunday night I will be releasing what I've done around the weekend beer, things I've read, things I've shared. Things that have kind of caught my attention. So hopefully you guys enjoy. If so, please remember to drop that like or uh, whatever you're listening to. What service, whatever, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. But first up, I'm going to talk about some of the things I've done on the YouTube channel this past week. I actually ran a few polls over there and got some pretty interesting returns. So a week ago, I was running a poll, a poll asking if people thought they felt burnt out on IPAs as a beer style. As of this time, I've had 57% say no, but 43% said yes. So right now, some people are feeling it. You know, it's not all the way to half, but it's pretty darn close. You're looking at four out of 10 people. So off that sample voting, now I only had 28 votes in and you can still vote if you'd like out there as well. But you know, the question with the IPAs and kind of dominating things nowadays is, do IPAs really get that much attention because they're just that popular? Or is it more they get that much attention because they're kind of pushed onto the consumer. Don't know that answer to that question really, but uh, it's almost getting to a half and half point it looks like. I also ran a poll asking about seltzers to see if people were, how much of a fan they may be. Basically, I just said, are you a fan of seltzer, uh, seltzers as your drink of choice? 9% said yes, 91% said no, which was interesting because of the popularity of seltzers. Now, that might be because of my channel, I have more beer drinkers and seltzer drinkers, but you would think you might get a few people that might be fans of those, but uh, not many, not many. And then more recently, I ran a poll asking between two styles I've really come to enjoy. This is the Schwartz beer, which is a black lager, and then your rock beer, which is also a black lager, but it's usually a smoked lager. Well, for that style, it does deal with being smoked. And uh, just kind of asking, you know, the preference between the two, 70% Schwartz beer, 30% rock beer, but not sure how many people really know that difference. So I did put it out there. It might hit more for the hardcore craft beer drinkers that follow the channel, but, um, those that did vote, it was only 10 votes that came in on that one thus far. That was done two days ago. Schwartz beer, seven to three over the rock beer. And if you want to vote, all those polls are up on the YouTube channel under the community tab. Make sure to get out there and check those out as well. Now, from that point, I've also shared some different things out there, and if you are a YouTube channel, let me know. I'm gonna be trying to share some more things to help out some other people and get their word out. So this week, I spotlighted Two Blondes Drink Beer. So that is Kara and Candy. Check out their video. Um, if you haven't seen it, that's highlighted here on the community channel, but they're doing some great stuff over there in the beer world out of St. Louis. and. Uh, had them as guests on the show in the past, and we'll have them on again at some point here, I'm sure. 
but I will be spotlighting different people. So if you're looking for new beer channels to follow, another reason to check out that community tab. From there, let's swing in to some of the beer news. So, Great American Beer Fest returns in October this year, 2022. Well, I may be speaking a little too soon. Right now, it's projected to return, and uh, tickets actually went on sale this past week. I say that because it's funny, now we may be looking at a new outbreak of this new variant of COVID, whatever one this is, whatever volume series we're into at this point. So hopefully it's not something where it gets canceled, but this is one they haven't had, I believe, since 2019. So it'd be nice to have maybe people get back together. I believe it was 2020 and 2021 were both canceled. If you, if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments there, but uh, it'll be interesting. And that's one of the beer fests that are is on my bucket list i've still got a plan to get there at some point but uh not sure if i want to get out there yet right now not too worried about um you know the covid thing just because i've done the shots and all that things like that and the boosters but still this new variant or whatever they're saying depending when you got anything like that or when you got the shots it actually they may not even work so then you have to wonder, what have we been doing the last two and a half years <laughs> if it's not going to work now? So hopefully that does take off. I know a lot of people are excited about that. So Great American Beer Fest, if you are looking to try to attend, make sure you get in there to try to get your tickets as they just went on sale. Taking a look around the college world, something interesting that happened. So we know all about the NIL agreements. If you follow sports, college sports, where now college athletes can have their appearance and stuff done. Interestingly, Florida State acquired the first craft beer sponsorship with a local brewing company, and this will be with Oyster City Brewing, and making them the official craft beer of the Seminoles. The agreement they signed is a multi-year one, but that is pretty huge just because college, alcohol, some of the things we've seen with some of the recent fraternity type parties and hazing and things like that and everything but now because of things that you can actually do we have a college that has a formally official craft beer which i'm happy for the craft beer for getting more exposure that should bring hopefully some more uh, opportunities there for other craft breweries but uh kind of quite a the corner that we have turned so to speak so hopefully that works out well and hopefully uh, a lot of people become some fans down there used to follow the Seminoles back in the day back in the 90s I was a big Seminoles fan um, even had some Florida State gear still laying around but I was a big fan prime time and uh, Charlie Ward uh, Peter Warwick all those guys down there I mean back in the 90s Bobby Bowden how do you not like Bobby Bowden I mean he's just he's just the country, you know, he, they had different rules for Janikowski because he was Polish, so he can go out and drink, and while the other team was under, the rest of the team was under curfew. I mean, Bobby Bowden just did it his way. Quick tie to Bobby Bowden is that I went to school at West Virginia. For those of you that don't know, Bobby Bowden actually started at West Virginia before he went to Florida State as the head coach. So he was there at West Virginia, kind of got ran out, which is like crazy to think a school ran out Bobby Bowden at this point. But yeah, before Florida State, he was a Mountaineer and. Uh, I wish we would, he would have been there with us when we had those championships. That would have been nice. But I digress. Let me ask you, could put pickle beer become more of a summer thing right now? More breweries seem to be now popping up with a variety of ways 
to provide pickle and beer that I'm actually seeing? And it's just a curious question. Let me know in the comments. Are you seeing a lot of pickle beers out there? I know when I was in Cincinnati, Urban Artifact was one of the first ones I saw doing some pickle beer. I see it a lot more common now. And I'm thinking like it's really starting to really get the feet under it where a lot of people are now embracing pickle beer. So let me know what your guys' thoughts. Be curious to find out. And have you had pickle beer? Do you enjoy pickle beer? I'd be curious about that as well. I've actually done one or two. One was decent enough. The other one was like, eh, I'm gonna probably pass next time. But you know, it's all about experimenting when you're dealing with craft beer. Anderson Valley Brewing has now teamed up with Pelican Craft Brands in Louisiana, Louisiana, for new distribution. And they will. And uh, Pelican is Louisiana's only craft beer distributor. So they will actually be now bringing Anderson Valley Brewing into that market there. Now, let me tell you something. If you're down there in Louisiana and you have not had Anderson Valley Craft Beer, Definitely recommend checking them out. They do some great brews out of California. Haven't had one of theirs in a while, but every time I have them, I'm pretty pleased. So you will now see them in your distribution center. And uh, hopefully you guys get to check them out. But Anderson Valley, always doing good stuff, as I mentioned. Speaking of beers, so this week, this past week on the show, I actually had a few different beers that were really, really decent. Um, for the most part, I ended up having Kushwa illusory correlation which is a swords beer really enjoyed that one that's one of the things that led to me having that poll question about the swords beer so you can actually check that out on the youtube channel also did one with forgotten boardwalks moro castle smoked porter so a smoked beer so i'm having all kinds of good stuff happen over there and then thirdly I actually went non-alcoholic for the first time on the channel, and I had Lagunitas IPNA, non-alcoholic beer. They're pretty much non-alcoholic version of an IPA. So you can check out those three from the past week that I shared on the YouTube channel as well for beer reviews. The uh, Forgotten Boardwalk was actually interesting because I'm from New Jersey originally. They're out of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And the Moral Castle was actually a beer that was kind of dedicated to a ship that had crashed up there in New Jersey, which I had never known about. So if you check out the video, you'll find out a little bit of a story about that as well. But uh, Forgotten Boardwalk, I'll have another beer I'll be reviewing from them here in the next few weeks or so. But that uh, Kushwa Illusory was actually pretty decent as well. And I believe that was also maybe one of the New Jersey breweries. Or it was in New Jersey, Delaware, or Maryland. I can't remember offhand. But uh, check out those videos if you want to see those beer reviews. So you Iowa utility workers... We're basically working on utility lines out in Iowa, and they happened to stumble across a 150-plus-year-old beer cave for a brewery that was believed to actually be in operation since the late 1860s. How cool would that actually be to find that kind of relic from the past? I mean, if you're a beer drinker, the historical aspect of it, finding out what they had down there, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of the archaeological dig that I want to be on. If I was, if I was Indiana Jones... Finding a brewery would be would be a great thing to kind of just have a look back in the past and see how they were doing stuff. I wonder if they'll find some old recipes and some other cool things. So uh, if you haven't checked that out, that might be something you see out there in the news. I'm waiting to see what kind of things they actually get dug up there. But it's kind of cool that they stumbled across that. Um, just a reminder as well, while I'm thinking about it, upcoming this Tuesday over on Twitter. And if you're not following me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter at Rajay Beer Venture. No S on that one because it was one character too long. Nine o'clock 
Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern, I will be having Linda Cooley on for Twitter Spaces with me and my crew over there. We do a bruisey night where we interview people every other Tuesday. So she is from Mad River Brewery. We'll be talking about the beer stuff they're doing. Native American Brewery out of California. First Native American brewery to have a major league contract. They team up with the San Francisco Giants out there that they are basically their craft beer uh, on tap. And I guess you could say the official craft beer of the San Francisco Giants. We talk about a lot of things in the industry on that, on that show. We talk about diversity. We talk about inclusion. We talk about you know, kind of the things that will make it a better craft beer world. And then some of the successes that a lot of these people are having. So that's going to be pretty cool. If you didn't catch her when I did her on a YouTube channel, you can catch the YouTube clip where I had her on there as well. We spent a good amount of time talking about stuff, but we're going to be breaking down some more stuff with Linda. And she is one badass. So Linda Cooley, CEO of Mad River Brewery, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern over on Twitter. Try to join if you can. You'll be able to ask questions and uh, hopefully find out some good stuff there. So in Michigan, they just passed a bill allowing for self-service of beer and wine and also mixed drinks at various restaurants and bars. So essentially, they're going to have a wall where you basically can go up there, pour your own drink. You don't have to wait for the waiter, waitress, bartender, whatever like that to come over. You can actually do it yourself, which is in itself pretty cool uh they do regulate it so the max assigned is says was uh, 96 ounces um per pour so you basically sign in i guess with your card or whatever however they do it and then it'll let you keep getting pours out till you hit that 96 ounce level then that'll be it i believe didn't really break down if that was beer mixed cocktails why because obviously different things for different ounces can get you a lot further um but they did say you cannot do straight liquor so you don't think you can walk up there and just start self-serving your own shots of tito's or uh jose corvo or anything along those lines no straight liquor but you can do mixed cocktails and so that's something that is being written into law i believe on monday tomorrow the 18th at the time of this recording so keep an eye out for that if you're in michigan Kind of cool. I've seen some of the other places around the country where they've had some self-serve taps and people have seemed to enjoy them. You know, it takes away from you have to wait to get served uh, on, which is nice. But then you wonder, like, if I'm doing it myself, do I still tip the same? How's that actually work out? Right. So be interesting to see how that is actually received. And uh, another footnote next week actually will be on vacation on next weekend. So the podcast may either be delayed or I may just roll it to two weeks from now. So that would be the 31st. No, wait, no, this is the 17th. Yeah, 31st, actually. So we'll see what happens. If I end up doing one next week, I'm going to actually uh, be at a beach. So may not be here to actually do that. Well, I won't be here because I'll be there, but I might not want to be doing a podcast there because I might be enjoying the beach you know what i'm saying so if i don't do one next week it'll be the week after for sure or maybe earlier in the week but i don't want to have them too close together so we'll see we'll see how i'm feeling we'll see how i'm playing i'm feeling at that time uh star hill brewery announced a uh uva themed uh woohoo or wahoo pale that'll be begin they'll be bringing out at some point here in the next few weeks or whatever but it's basically a beer, and I talked about Florida State. This is another beer 
that's going to be actually related to a college. It'll be for the University of Virginia. So the uh, Wahoo Pale, another one where they're going to be basically having the University of Virginia logo on the box. So if you pull this up, you would see an image that was actually there. Uh, related right back to Virginia, there's no mistake in it. So again, kind of interesting, craft beer gets into another college. Also interesting, University of Virginia, another ACC school. So not sure if the ACC schools are looking at these craft beer things as being opportunities, but right now, these two schools are both uh, uh, in the same division there. So if you happen to see that and you're in Virginia, check it out. Let me know what you think of it if you do. By leaving a comment, of course, but yeah, it'll be offered, I believe, all around the state of Virginia where um, it makes sense to do so because it is University of Virginia. And, uh, you know, if I get down that way, since I'm now in Maryland, I may have to grab some just to check out as well and uh, show some support for the school, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, for those of you that are the Bush fans, Bush, they're, they're going to be ending their fan favorite as they call it seasonal beer pretty soon which of course is the bush light apple so if you want to try this beer you have not tried it yet make sure you pick it up when you see it it will be going away here pretty soon but i've seen people that have actually tried it and people seem to really enjoy it so i have not tried it myself as of yet it does have a cidery type feel for what i've been told but if you do want to get it make sure you get it when you see it and then miller light and look from one macro to another macro. <laughs> They're releasing a beer brewed with dirt. Yeah, you heard me. With dirt from the Cincinnati Bengals practice field. And they're doing stuff like this with a few other sports teams. But I question at times, how far are we going to go in beer? How far? How far is too far? I mean, dirt from the practice field you're putting in the brew beer from? I mean... I'm a sports fan. I love different teams and different groups, but you know, like I'm not gonna if I'm an NBA fan, like back in the day, I didn't want Shaq Sweat in the beer. You know, I didn't want all this other stuff that people were kind of getting crazy about. I'm just wondering, is there a limit where you just say enough is enough? Well, I don't know. For the Bengals fans, we'll see. We'll see if they buy them be the beer that's being offered because you know. It's interesting. They're going to throw, throw some dirt. You know, back in the day when you got hurt, they say rub some dirt in it, right? So they're going to throw the dirt in the beer. Hmm. Interesting. And probably the craziest thing I read over the last week, there was a new study saying men under 40 shouldn't have more than a shot of beer a day. Yes, a shot, which is the equivalent of 38 milliliters from the study or... 1.25 ounces <laughs> but for women you can go up to 100 milliliter or 3.38 ounces so almost a triple shot and the reason that they're saying this from this study that was done which also was done um i don't i don't know where it was done in what country i'm thinking it might have been done over in england but the uh, female doctor who actually completed the study said that there was no health benefits to young people drinking alcohol. Well, I don't think there's health, well, there are health benefits to people we know, you know, when you talk about like bone strength and things like, you know, fighting against possibly cardiovascular, diabetes type stuff. There are some stuff there, but apparently when you're under 40, 
there's not really a reason to do it because you're not really getting any benefit. But hey, how about you just want to enjoy yourself and have a nice little drink? <laughs> That's got to be worth the benefit for something. But if you are over 40, it does get better where a drink or two can help to offset the things I mentioned. Um, of course, in moderation, one or two, and uh, you're on your way. But uh, just an interesting, interesting study because, I mean, not just under 18, not under 21, but under 40, no more than a shot of beer a day. I mean, you can't even order a shot of beer, but, you know, I feel like this was probably done by a non-beer drinker. And that was probably the quirkiest thing I've read all week. But hey, that is your weekend beer from me, Rajay. Thanks for joining. Hopefully you guys liked it. Hopefully you picked up something. Hopefully you laughed a little bit. And hopefully you'll join me on the next episode. I look forward to catching up with you guys soon. Keep drinking those good craft beers. Remember, there's always time to get your beer on. Drink beer. Live hoppily. Cheers, everybody.